Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, November 6th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to talk a lot about Brainiac and some other stuff, but we'll start off with Justice League. So there's like clips and press interviews and more available now. There's like tons of stuff out there. Uh, do you think we should break down clips on the on the show, Zach? No. Okay. Well, talk me into it. <laughs> I was I was I haven't watched them yet, and I wasn't planning on it to. Uh, I'm sure anybody who wants to see them knows they're out there, but I haven't seen them re- released officially anywhere. So um, I haven't watched them, and I, I'm I'm thinking I'm going to try to not, even yeah. though I really want to, uh, and I've heard some good things. But there's some press interviews out there. We'll share anything that is interesting and non-spoilery um, in the future. But that's about it with that. Uh, Twitter released Justice League on Twitter released the Batman comic book origins cool thing there um again if you want a a 60 second version of not knowing who these characters are it's good for the general audience uh interesting it it it, it is kind of funny for the batman one just because i think of all the characters it's maybe the most well known it's it's just really funny to hear like we should do a comics uh character 101 on batman right yeah it would like, be probably a minute long. I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy, Batman. You know, yeah, like Batman and Superman. If if you don't know his origin, you just don't care, right? Because uh, it's not that hard to to figure those out. They've been they've been out there a few times. Uh, also interesting is from Box Office Report. Just they have this thing where they track YouTube views. Um, so and they track YouTube views on all of YouTube. So, like for instance, each Justice League trailer gets released on I don't even know how many how many ways you can find, for instance, the last Justice League trailer, um, all, all yeah. the official ones, Warner Brothers, every country, Warner Brothers Japan, Warner Brothers UK, Warner Brothers whatever. Um, DC drops it on their YouTube, and then it's everywhere else. I don't know how they, they track this. This sounds impossible. But according to Box Office Report, Justice League's uh, San Diego Comic-Con sneak peek, that four-minute trailer, is apparently the 2017's most viewed trailer on YouTube with over 106 million views total. Uh, I thought I just thought that was interesting. Wonder Woman's final trailer is number five. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, I'm sure I've contributed my fair share to that 106 million, but yeah, it's exciting to see that much recognition. Yeah, it's cool. It, it just doesn't a very good predictor of box no. office. Uh, when you look at the top five, though, it it does make sense that it uh, could be a predictor. But then you see, like Power Rangers was up there pretty high, and that didn't do well at all at the box office. Um, so doesn't necessarily mean it's going to have the biggest box office or anything like that, but it's encouraging that a lot of people have watched it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Moving on to some TV news, Krypton, the TV series that you may remember is supposed to be coming to sci-fi has cast two new roles. So Paula Malcolmson is going to guest star as Charis, 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 mother of Seagull, a recast role from the pilot. So they had a different actress, but now they have her. Yeah, I I don't know how to pronounce Kryptonian, Kryptonian names very well, because um, usually you just, if you see them at all, you don't see a lot of Krypton, but you usually read it in a comic book. Uh, right. So this is going to introduce us to so much Kryptonian culture. Um, yeah, not sure why recast. Maybe there was a scheduling issue with the actor, the actress, and they need her for more episodes, or else maybe it just wasn't, she would, didn't do a very good job, and they needed to replace her. It's something about mothers in superman shows getting replaced right <laughs> supergirl um annette o'toole replaced somebody in the smallville pilot yep <laughs> so uh, it's really weird it's like the most jinxed curse out there for a uh, thing 
Yeah, so if you're looking to start your career as an actress, try to be the second person to play a mother character on a Superman-related TV show. Yeah, that is key. Anyways, uh, and then the second new role that they've added is Blake Ritson is going to be playing Brainiac. Boom, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I want to see Brainiac. I want to see him in live action again. He was on Smallville in a couple different forms. So I'm really, I, I want him to be in a movie with Henry Cavill oh, eventually. Yes. <laughs> um, but this will tide me over in the meantime. Seeing him, I'm curious how it fits in on Krypton. This show, it's not what we initially thought it was. You know, Adam Strange, some Hawk people, uh, Brainiac, maybe Doomsday. There's a lot going on there and it's yeah. more comic book I think accurate than the we thought. original description that they sort of gave to about a lot of it's going to have to deal with not wanting technology, people fighting over the role of technology. And is it evil? Is it good? What can you do with it? I think Brainiac is an obvious choice for a villain to show that maybe technology is not that great. Yeah. And I'm curious if this Brainiac is, if he's from Krypton, because usually he's not, but you know, Superman right. animated series, he was from Krypton. Um, but I wonder if it's going to be, if they're developing a Brainiac, you know, if this generation is developing a Brainiac or if the Brainiac is from the future, he's the guy who's trying to go back and, and stop, uh, stop Superman from ever existing. So I'm really curious yeah. to that. Uh, and by the way, I know some people have forgot if this was part of the DCEU or not, and it's, <laughs> it's not. So I, was, I, you know, I saw people say, oh, maybe he's going to take on Henry Cavill one day. No, uh, this is its own universe. Yeah. So weird, more Brainiac news from Supergirl this time. The show has cast Jesse Rath as Brainiac 5 in a recurring role, according to TV Line. I haven't heard of him very much before. Uh, he was in Defiance is one of his big things most recently. But Brainiac 5 was described from this article as a member of the Legion of Superheroes who travels to National City from the 31st century to help Supergirl and the DEO battle reign. Yeah. Legion of Superheroes. Very cool. Brainiac yeah. <laughs> of any kind. Very cool. So, yeah, this is exciting news and just kind of. A fun coincidence that we have two Brainiac stories back to back. Yeah, weird thing. Um, uh, I, There's I would, so many Brainiacs. It's I guess it's not that weird of a coincidence. Oh, It'd yeah. be kind of weird if you didn't have multiple Brainiac stories. Obviously, um, <laughs> and this Brainiac is generally a hero uh, and has some some history with Supergirl, so it makes sense. But we you know we're getting Saturn Girl, mm-hmm. Monel's out there somewhere. This is going to be. I think we're about to delve heavily into the Legion of Superheroes because Brainiac Five will first appear in episode ten of this season, which is titled legion of superheroes well i don't know if there's going to be many many uh references to the legion of superheroes in that episode i think that's kind of a bold claim to make yeah so i'm guessing this will this might be the first episode back in january first or second episode back so after the crossover we're going to really get heavy into the legion of superheroes so that's pretty exciting yep and then uh wrapping up today we have a twitter question from at jr batman 23 this wonder woman justice league double feature that's going on in some theaters do you guys know how that works for the box office numbers for the two movies? Thanks. That's a that's a good question. And Tom, I'm going to defer to you with all box office knowledge. Yeah. And the shorter answer is I don't know, but I did a ton of research into what they, it could mean. First off, it doesn't it probably doesn't matter because it's not going to be a huge thing. It's only in select yeah. theaters. Um, so any box office impact it ha- would have would be really small anyway. Um I looked from Regal Cinemas and it's not clear because I don't think tickets are available yet. If it's like buying one ticket or two tickets, if it's buying two tickets, it would go to the box office would go to each movie. Mm-hmm. If it's one ticket, I don't know if they can separate it, but I'm guessing that's how they're going to try to do it to keep the numbers. You know, they want Justice League to have as, as much money as they, they can, obviously. Um, 
for its opening box office. Uh, and I, I, it, it really depends. I looked at some history. Sometimes it's listed as a separate event. Like when last year they did a Harry Potter IMAX marathon, all eight movies, that mm-hmm. was its own thing. Uh, but sometimes when they release re-release individual movies, it counts towards the original box office total. So I don't know. But the 2017 Planet of the Apes trilogy that they did right before War came out, I looked at that. They don't have it as a separate box office, so I'm assuming each film got their own box office from it. But again, it's it's probably not going to be you know I don't know maybe a hundred thousand dollars box office um, for something like this. So it's not going to impact the numbers greatly one way or the other. Yeah. Really fun question, though, because I always wondered that, and it's fun to geek out on the numbers if you're into the box office. Uh, Definitely. But that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.